Welcome to the It's All Fine and Danji podcast, where hosts Dan and Angie talk with creatives, small business owners, charities, and all kinds of interesting people. It's all real talk. It's all fine and dangy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Big shout out to Wakaiva Island for sponsoring our studio space today. Thank you so much, guys. If you have not checked out Wakaiva Island yet and you live in the area or you're just visiting, make sure to head on down. Check them out online, wakaivaisland.com. And we were just telling our special guest today about Wakaiva Island. So and he had never heard of it. So you never, never know people that are like right local and ha- they're going to discover this new little treasured gem, this little cool hot spot. Indeed. And be regulars. That's what's going to happen. Well, we have a third time returning guest here. Yes. And James Hicks has been to our studio in all of its different forms now, which we love. Um, first time joined us in 2020. That's right. So we're so excited to have you back. He's with Hicks Financial. Say the whole. And, that's right. The whole name. You got to say the whole name. Hicks Financial Asset and Wealth Management. Very nice. I I was starting, but I was like, oh wait, I gotta get I gotta get it all right. I gotta get it all right because whenever like on your website and stuff, it's like the the last part is abbreviated. Yes, you know? yes, yes. So you gotta remember what the abbreviation. What, is. what it means. Yeah, I try to make it easy on folks, but it's still kind of takes financial <laughs> financial. We understand what that means. Yes, okay, you're yes. dealing with some money. <laughs> Dollars. Dollar dollar bill. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. That's right. So we have had some really great chats with oh, you. Yeah. And um, the first time was via uh, Skype. I think we did. Yeah, the first one was yes. virtual. Was that during COVID? One, yes. Yes, it oh, was. Oh, look at that. The first one was virtual. Look at that. And right. I am trying to remember how we got in contact with you. I want to say it was through Shanta. That's correct. Yes. With, um, she was the owner of the little boutique mm-hmm. in Apopka. Winstyles. Oh, that's right. Winstyles. Yes. Yeah. And I remember that. And that is how we heard about James. Exactly. So, see? You and just look where get, we are. Look where I, we look are. Look where now. we are today. Three time <laughs> returning guests. And I will say, James, you are the only one that has been three times. Look at this. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. We do are, have, I love it. We do have the Kitchen Killers who are like a local duo band. They band. come separate though. So but it's kind of like. Separate, so okay. it doesn't count. So it doesn't count. They, <laughs> come, right. they came like separate. That. They came together and then they came together again. But yeah, you're the only guest we've had individually on three times. See, so I like being unique. I like to stand out. Yes. So that's perfect for me. I well, love thanks it. for joining us again. No, any, great. Any, anytime. I already told you guys when you, you know, you guys relocate. I'm, I'm catching a I flight. Oh, we're going to hold you to that. North Carolina. The North Carolina version. We yeah. are going to hold you to that. I don't know that. if you know, I was born in Wilmington, North Carolina. Oh, I didn't oh. know. I was born in Wilmington, North Carolina. So That's great. So we can get some like tips and tricks I mean, from you hey, whenever, I you. I you know, whenever you. we're up there. I got you. Know? you. It'll just be like coming back home. Is where, where is that Wilmington? Is that, I'm not familiar. Is that closer to the east side or I, is it? Though I haven't been back in a while, but I think it's not far from Fayetteville. Okay. Okay. So I think that's more... South, I it's maybe, more towards South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. more towards the South. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so where we're looking in sort of the Asheville area is almost Beautiful like area. oh, you, you're I've familiar, been, like the foot of the mountains. Yeah. Beautiful area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Was it the Biltmore? The Biltmore. We love there. the Biltmore. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. The love architecture that at that place. If you have not been, you, you have you, you to can't see that. Beat it. I, I went there a couple couple years back. I went. I went. But there. you're. I but it. you're also when you're there, you're like, how can one person? Like a family of three owns this house. What is 
Listen. This, this isn't even a house, hey, speak, okay? Speaking of asset and wealth management. I am yeah, telling that's a, you. That's a, that's a bit much. Long-term money, man. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's old money. That old money, that's it. That, that is exactly what that else. is. Uh-huh. That's exactly. Well, speaking of money. Speaking of money, that is what we're going to talk about today. Of course. Look at this segue right here. My favorite topic. So so we were trying to like come up with, okay, like what are we going to chat about this time? Because we've done kind of some of the basics. We've done small business, you know? So we're like, well, let's use it to our advantage since we're venturing into a new area. For sure. So we're going to, so me and um, James were um, talking about like, okay, what are we going to do? So we're going to chat about profitable side hustles. Oh, I love that. That is, that's going to be really cool, right? It's going to be amazing. And I'm glad you said profitable because we're going to talk about this a little bit, but I have a whole stack of side hustles. (laughs) And I will tell you, it it is hard sometimes to make them profitable. Profitable, You can think you're profitable until you think about how much money you put into getting it going. Exactly. And uh, (laughs) podcast, you know. Yeah. And we're going to talk about like bringing in passive income too, which is what we're learning about a little bit. Absolutely. So we'll, you know, we'll just like kind of get right into it. So like, how Dan was saying, like, um, it's, is it profitable? What would you consider like a profitable side hustle? Okay. So once again, thank you guys. I'm so excited. I get excited when I see you guys, you know, it's it's such an amazing opportunity. And it's funny because on my, my social media, I have a Instagram page and Hicks financial as well as a Facebook page for Hicks financial. And I did a whole, I did a segment talking about side hustles and and, and just giving people ideas. Hey, these are different ideas of how to have good, successful side. Oh, you'll have to give us a link to that. We'll drop Uh, it in the show notes. I I will do that. That'd be amazing. I, I did a whole section of it and um for a profitable side a good side hustle is is exactly what it is as long as it's bringing in additional funds yeah okay because it's a side hustle that means you have a either a regular business or a regular job that's paying you know most of the bills right but you decide hey i need something else to bring in some additional cash flow yeah and so as long as it is bringing in some additional cash flow that to me it's, it's a win-win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now keep in mind, you know, I like to look at it from a, a time versus cost situation. True. You know, if you're putting a whole lot of extra time in it, it's not really bringing in enough, then yeah. you have to look at it from that standpoint. Sure. And then, and then would... it's like a hobby. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and and my like thing, if do. it doesn't bring in any money, it's definitely a hobby. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, it's definitely a hobby there. So just real quick, I'm not going to make this all about me, but I do have a few <laughs> businesses on the side. I write novels on the I, side. I remember. And, you know. I, when I think about, I love it. Sometimes you have to divide the difference between a side hustle and like a passion project. Most definitely. Because Most definitely. when I'm like, oh, we did like a book event. I made like $400. It, I'd have to, I'd have to go to 20 of those a year to break even. So it's not, <laughs> yeah. so it's not, and the same thing with like the drone business, you know, you're like, oh, I got a job for 200 bucks, but the drone was two grand. So <laughs> So I, I think it's important for people to, you know, keep track of your expenses versus your, your you know, your income with a side hustle because are, is it a side hustle or are you just trying to sell it to your spouse? That is, you know? And that, that is the biggest thing. You, you brought up a good point because all of us have hobbies and passion, probably things we do for fun. Yes. And, and to me, the main difference is, hey, if I do it for fun, if I make money off of it, it's good. If I don't, it doesn't matter right. because it's, it's for fun. But yeah. a side hustle is to make money. Hustle. We're trying to be profitable. Yeah. We're trying to make money. Yeah. And I've seen people turn side hustles into their their main thing yeah. because it, it really starts to grow. Yeah, that so, is an exciting proposition. So, yeah. so you want to take it take it pretty seriously yeah. because it could you know take over your main gig. For sure. But uh, you want to make sure that it is bringing in um, income and that it's, you know, it's, it's bringing in enough income to where it's worth 
it's yeah. still being a side yeah. hustle. So it's still, it's still, you're still in the green when you look at your books. It's, 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 exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, usually with a side hustle, is this something that you like legit want to turn into a business right away? Or do you kind of want to test the waters a little bit and see how it's going to turn out? Well, I, for me, when I'm dealing with clients, I'll tell them because they, I deal with different clients in different situations. Sometimes I'm dealing maybe with a single mom that's trying to make additional uh, cash or I'm dealing with the family and the husband's like, hey, I need to make, you know, some extra money. You know, what mm-hmm. do we need to do? Let's put together a plan and the idea is hey it could start off it could start off one way and then maybe turn out another way it could start off as a side hustle you make enough money and then you don't do it again yeah or it could start off a side hustle and you realize hey if i put all my time into this i could really turn this into something real like i could really make this a big thing and eventually maybe um you know turn it into a full-time deal um i'll give you a story that i've heard you know i'm a big fan of damon john from um shark tank Right. right. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And and he mentions how he started off his full time regular job, I think, was like Red Lobster. Yeah. And his part time thing was doing clothes. That was kind of at the time his side hustle. And so he did the clothes and, you know, sold them on the street, however he did. Yeah. And but once, you know, the money started coming in good, he was able to put Red Lobster to the side. Yeah. And and devote all of his time to uh, building FUBU. And I think so. that's why that's where they call it a hustle, but it's that whole grinding it out to get where you want to get on those side mm-hmm. hustles. Because I think sometimes what happens is when we have a full time job that's a career, especially, it becomes hard to get in that mode, that grind mode for that thing. You got to want it. You got to really want it more than just, hey, I'll make a few extra bucks here and there. Exactly. And then, but like I said, it it really depends on the person's situation. Some people's side hustle is, is temporary. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say if we're talking side hustles, one of the most um, uh, prominent side hustles that I hear and, and I suggest and I hear a lot of people do is Uber. Yeah. Uber and Lyft. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You I did mean, that for a while, Angie. One whole day. Oh, was that it? <laughs> Oh, that was too funny. I wasn't expecting that. That's a very temporary side hustle. I literally only did it just because I wanted to see what like the Uber driver goes through. And once I drove down into downtown Orlando and there were people messaging me and where are you at? And I'm like, nope, I'm done. I'm good. I I don't think I don't think that justifies then as a side hustle. Is it? That's just sort of a side. It was an experience. That's a side. That's a side. Never mind. Side experience. Now I know what the Uber drivers go through, and I tip them really good. That's what. Oh, very nice. But 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 I but I could see that but because you know just trying to fill hustle. the gap yes for- sometimes it's filling the gap and the main thing with the side hustle is what's your goal have a goal yeah because a side hustle actually the goal could be i want to get enough money to buy to put a down payment on a new car yeah and that's that's really it i don't you know it's not something i'm trying to make a whole business out of mm-hmm. i just need to make enough money i don't want to take it out of my savings i don't want to take it out of you know my paycheck yeah but hey i want to have additional cash to do that or i just want to have additional cash to go shopping yeah you know on the weekends or whatever the case is oh i like the first scenario though because it, it, it makes me think about what you do and that whole wealth management because you can have side hustle cash coming in and if you're not careful you're like what happened to all the money what, what i made happens, on the side what? so that's right so yeah. you have to budget that money just like you do your your regular income yeah. it's that i wouldn't suggest just having you know the side hustle and just splurging the money and don't know where it's going yeah. you still want to make sure you're you're budgeting the cash because yeah. um you know you'll wake up one day and next thing you know it's the money's gone yeah so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But also I'm, putting that budget into place it kind of uh makes you see where if you are just splurging it where could it have gone that might have been a little more advantageous? Very much so. Yeah. Very true. So definitely have a goal. Have um uh where do what what am I doing with the side hustle? Why do I have it? Is uh, it to spend this into a new career or into a business that's gonna be my full time thing? Or is it just 
to you know get some extra money to put towards college tuition for my for my kids yeah or you know like i said buy buy a new pair of shoes whatever the case is whatever your goal is make it your goal but then hey who knows maybe it will you know you'll say hey i just did this just to, you know buy a new pair of shoes but now it's like hey i think i want to make this a, a, a full-time a thing. real thing you, yeah. ne- you, you never know i have clients who like like uber for instance they were working a job that they hated and they're like hey i just want to make some extra money they start doing uber and then eventually they decided to quit their job and they do like say uber they'll they'll mix it up like uber a little bit of doordash uber eats yeah. whatever and and kind of make that their real thing and do it eight wow. hours a day they have the flexibility they yeah. need to be with the kids um to you know do whatever else they want to do yeah it sometimes out. if they're the grinding fl- it out you know it's like angie like you were saying you know your experiment was partially the frustration and then partially i remember talking about how you're like, wow, this is all you make. But I guess it just, if that's all you have to do all day, every day, and you can, yeah. then it's its a little bit different. You, and, and the, you know, once you are in something like that, you're learning strategies that, that are going to increase to your, uh, your... I was going to say that. You're uh, sitting, you know, down the road from a bar on St. Patty's Day, I'm just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're, they're the, the clients I have where they've actually done it, they have strategies. They say, okay, a certain time, yep. I know I can get this many people or, or you know, just different stuff. If, they pick, if I'm picking yeah. up from the air, Port, you know, I know I'll get a good tip or yeah. something. You know, they have strategies. They know it's, what they're doing. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. It's fascinating though because I take a lot of Ubers when I'm traveling for business, like to and from mm-hmm. the airport or the offices or the hotel, and I talk to them on the way. But just like you said, James, it's like sometimes they will take a ride because it ends in a spot where they know they can get they another can get good another ride. ride. So exactly. it's like a it's a it's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah I remember uh, Angie when you were doing it. It was on you went to iDrive, didn't you? Yeah. I remember you coming back and the telling me the center. story. And I'm ter- I'm par- paraphrasing this, but there'd be like people that want to ride like three blocks. Because they don't want to walk that far, and you're uh-huh. like, "Oh, come on! All day I'm going to sit here doing this." <laughs> right? No, they they usually ignore some of our. They ignore those guys. They're yeah. like, "Let's give that to somebody yeah, else." Right. They, they want the long want trips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. We actually uh, met somebody. We did an Uber in on the little town that we're in because mm-hmm. we went to the next city over, which is Mount Dora. Right. It's and like a nine minute drive. It's nine minute, right. but we were going to have some drinks, so right. we didn't want to yeah, drive yeah. home. So this guy had came all the way from Orlando to yeah. pick us up, and he's like, "I've never been out here before. I just wanted a guy kind." to come out and go. it's like well there's I felt never bad any for him, but it's I, like you're not getting the uber no, back out of here dude no <laughs> he, he might have because there's never any ubers available oh, yeah. so i'm like well you might we get go. lucky well there if you we ever go. wondered why like taxi cab companies still exist it's for the little towns like that where yeah. the ubers right, where the ubers do, uber uber's not there they're not gonna pick it up and, and then depending on you know where the location is maybe he thought hey maybe i can get a good tip because sometimes the tip makes up for the gap you know yeah yeah, yeah the gap that, oh, that yeah. the money you're not making for sure. If you pick up the right person, they'll tip you more than what the, even the ride costs. Yeah, and if they can give like the the right sob story, or you know what I'm saying, yeah, like man, I came a really long way to pick you guys yeah, up. Is, like that is, they, that they, they might true. tip a little that is, more. Uh, very I, true. I am guilty of talking to the Uber driver all the way to the every time I get. <laughs> they probably took this job so they don't have to talk to people. <laughs> sometimes they, they they do, and then I think of well, the Uber drivers like, that go above and beyond, like the one that got you home after our. Company Christmas party oh, a couple yes. years ago. Oh boy, <laughs> that sounds like the that's tip, a good story. That was a special man. The, the tip was more than the ride. Let's there, put it that there way. We go. He stopped for us a bunch of times on the way home. Let's put it that way. Listen, <laughs> and, and, and people pay for uh, good customer service. Yes, like you know, indeed. I've, I've been in a few Ubers where they they have bottled bottled oh, water too, for you. Um, like, they ask you, hey, wow. what you know, what temperature do you want? You know, want to turn the air down, yeah. turn the heat up, so on and so forth. They have decent conversation. Yeah, and then hey, yeah, you know, I definitely would tip them for sure. And then you have a lot of 
of, um, you know, even working in corporate America, you have business travel. Yeah. So if, I, if I'm traveling on the company's dime yeah. and I know I have a certain amount that I am able to tip over and above and it doesn't come out of my pocket. Sure. And this guy's doing a fantastic job. Guess what? He, yeah. he gets the top and he it doesn't a, come out of my pocket. He gets a great tip. Yeah. He gets an amazing yep. tip. Absolutely. So there's a, strategy, there's a strategy behind That's it, which great. should be, if you have a side hustle, you should have a strategy like, hey, how I'm going to do this? How do I make it, you know, make the most money in this short amount of time? Yeah. Now, now do you recommend, that. and I, of course, you know, Angie and I are just going to talk from our own life experience here, but do you recommend when you have a side hustle like that, keeping the money that you make separate from your other money? I would, I always um, say, you know, as far as allocating funds, I think that's important in, in most situations, right. you know, I know just in my personal life, you Wait. know, if I, I, I have funds for bills, uh, I have funds, um, for, you know, cause you know, I do Hicks financial, but then I also do other, other things, you right, know, right. work for other companies, do sure. contracts. So I'll have my funds for that come here. I have Hicks financial funds in another bank or a whole nother yep. account. So okay. if I had a side hustle, I would definitely suggest, Hey, open up a separate account, put that there. To me, that makes it easier to to, to keep up with it, to know how much keep you're track. bringing in, See, I'm uh, not keep crazy. track of it, keep track of the dollars. So, yeah. so, you know, maybe after a year, is it, is this worth it? You know, yeah. you know, you know, that's and then a, for tax a, purpose, for tax purposes as oh, well, yeah. let's not forget taxes. Both yes. of those reasons are a lot uh, more logical I know, right? than, <laughs> than why I have it. I, I do it mostly because I, I lose, I will lose track of it. It'll get lost in the other money and mm-hmm. pay a bill. I didn't want to pay exactly. with it. So. so this just happened to you. I did just happen to me. Exactly. So he had, so he got a reimbursement check that was, you know, deposited in between his other checks and he thought he just had extra money. I'm like, man, I am budgeting great. Th- I'm going to pay some extra money on that Best Buy card. And then I'm like, wait a minute, that was my reimbursement for my flights. That was supposed to go to this other card. But, you know, and I'm, I'm fortunate because I'm in a position where I'm not struggling. Right, but, exactly. But I do still think to me, it's very important to keep it separate. And sometimes Angie will tease me. It's like three banks and two accounts here and one there. But it, it, we no, both between the two, because we have a combined um, bank account, but that is only because we have a business together now. Yeah. Smart. Otherwise, very we smart. have separate. Very smart. You know, very we've smart. both been married before and mm-hmm. had money combined before. <laughs> there's my financial advice. So. During, during your interview, there's my fi- Don't share money. There's my financial oh, advice. Share it, but in a way that is like, you know, you're communicating about it. I say like, don't share no, money because. Because I, this this is yeah. going to sound probably old school male chauvinistic. I don't mean it that way. But throughout our lives, as we dated and got married, I was like, how about we don't share money and I just pay for everything? Can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> Can we just do it that how way? How about you don't have access to the well, picture? Well, let me, let me tell you, I, I once again, I counsel a lot of couples. I yeah. do a lot of couples. Yeah, yeah. And that is always very interesting. Everybody has a different way of yeah, doing Yeah, I know. Things. We talked to, the, <laughs> to you about this before. Right. <laughs> we did. Right. I'll tell you what I always suggest, um, especially if you know, you've been married before, you're kind of uh, a little so. So I say, listen. I don't think there's anything wrong with having separate accounts. Yeah. Okay, you have a separate account, that's fine. Yeah. But I do think it's important that um, there should be a level of trust where I still have access to the separate account. Oh, for sure. Everybody has access to for everything. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's a level of trust that needs to be there. Of course. Plus, if an emergency or something happens, you 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 don't want to like, oh, I don't know where the account is. I don't know what bank it is. I don't yeah. know how to get it. You know, yeah. when if you need it, you want to have access to it. So I always say, hey, have separate accounts, but talk about it, you know, yeah. uh, make sure everybody has access to everything. Um, yeah. And it shouldn't be any secrets necessarily. Of course. You know, I agree. that, that yeah. helps we, put it all together. We, I'd love to tell you we did this for all those logical reasons, but I had a health scare a few years ago. So I gave go. her 
like power of attorney and access to all right. my banks. But it I turned got out it all anyway. But, but I see what you're saying because I bet it happens more often than most people would think, where someone, it, God it forbid, gets sick or it dies, really does. and all the money is gone because it, you can't. You have your it, names not on it. Exactly, it really does. And yeah. it, it goes into like probate. Right, you got to you gotta go it. through all guys. Yeah. You got to get lawyers and stuff involved. You got to yeah. pay them, and it's it's a whole lot easier if hey, my name's on everything. Our names yeah. on both. If right. something does happen. I don't have to call anybody. I know right. where to go. I yep. know the account number. I know all the information. We can put everything together. Yep. And then plus, I always say, you know, when you're talking about mixing, you know, having like just one big account, everything goes into one big account. That's one of the biggest mistakes I think people make because they'll come to me and they're like, well, James, I made $120,000 last year, uh, but I, I don't know where the money went. I don't know where it's gone. I'm, I'm, it's empty. And nine times out of 10, it's because they have one main account yep. and they're just taking money out of that one main account. They don't know where this money came from. They got a bonus check. They got taxes check. Yeah. They got a this check. They got that check. Yeah. But they have no idea because it all fell in one account. Right. When if they allocated and organized it properly, they kind of have a better idea where, oh, okay, well, this money went here, this money went there, and you can put it together. So a lot of the biggest things that I do for clients, whether for business or personal, is helping to organize their finances. Because wow. when you organize it, you you can better know what's going on, and I you're not it. confused I, when things you, go. Haywire. You would be very proud of this man because he has like the most <laughs> intricate spreadsheet I've ever but seen. But I also have life. several places <laughs> where does. I keep it all separate because for me, and it's funny as you're describing this, I couldn't agree with you more. And I guess I just stumbled into it over the years of after making bad decisions. But I, to me, like when your spending account is out you know you're low on money. And even if you're not really low on money, you have money in the other accounts. Right. If you have to make a concerted effort to transfer a few hundred bucks over to finish the weekend, you get in a different mode. Like, I can't explain it, but except just to say it's not, even if I do that once in a while, it's not just frivolously burning through my cash. Right. It, you just, it makes me more aware. And sometimes I play little games with myself trying to pay off credit cards faster than mm -hmm. I normally. <laughs> sometimes I'll pay a credit card four times in the same month, but... Mm -hmm. But for me, just staying on top of my bills and staying, keeping my money separate is, I don't know, it feels so much less stressful to it's, me. It's way more less stressful. I call it, you know, everybody's sort of out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And yes. I, I have a name, even when I tell clients, I call it a ghost account. Yeah. So a ghost account would be an account that you have, but that you you don't touch. It's almost like it's not yeah. there. Right. And that's for, you can use for emergency fund or for investments, or whatever it is, but you live off of a certain amount. Right. And so with that certain amount, you make sure that, like, and you mentioned, if I'm running, you know, low or whatever cases I can see that oh I only have $200 so I was thinking about going out for drinks but maybe that's not a good maybe I'll wait until next week yeah, and we kind of more get money in that, comes in right even though you could and sometimes we will be yeah, honest yeah, but yeah but it does kind of prevent you from it, doing that. It prevents that you. I uh, One strategy that I'll share is, um, especially when it comes to emergency funds and, and money that you don't want to touch, put it in a whole separate bank. Yeah. Whole separate bank, usually uh, particularly a bank that's far away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And no no debit card for that. Yep. No no regular easy access to it or anything. You got to wait that five days you, you, to you, get, you, you know. You have yeah. to wait. You have to really want that money. Right. To go get it. Yeah. And a lot of times when you think about it, like, man, I got to drive all the way over town. I got to, I don't even have a car. I got to go inside. I got to wait in the line. I gotta yeah. do, that, you'll just say, I, I really don't, I really I don't, don't need, need it, it yeah. that bad. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And then you'll, 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 you won't even touch it and it makes it easier. But if it's, everything is in one pot, yeah. you're going to say yes all the time. I love You're always going to say yes. Well, that is just 
justification for separate banks altogether because I have separate accounts in some banks, but separate banks altogether too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because you can't do that quickie little transfer it's, thing, and then just like you exactly. said, it's like, well, that's a pain. Never mind. It, I, never I, mind. You change your mind, and then yeah. you'll find out that you're saving automatically saving money because you don't want to go through the hassle of driving in, you know, five o'clock traffic, or well, by then the banks close anyway. But yeah. driving in traffic and dealing with the lines and dealing with the this, and then driving back home. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. even by then you're like, okay, really, I didn't need to. Do now this. I don't. Now I wasted the gas money. Yeah, yeah. Now I wasted the gas. <laughs> yeah, it's you almost know? like you just play tricks on yourself until it becomes a habit. But, but you, ha- but sometimes you have to do that. Yeah, for you, sure. You, you have to do that. I'll for another example, and this is not even financial. For me, I had a bad habit of locking my keys in the house. Oh, I would leave the house, lock the lock the door. You, you and I'm like, smart, oh my god, I left you need my a keys. Smart lock. Okay, well, that see, <laughs> me and Dan are gonna have to talk about that yeah. and uh, get smart because I know they have the ones you just put the code in now yeah, yeah. and you're yeah. good. I but, was checking. You have a fancy watch, but I was checking to see if you had an Apple Watch because that's one thing we did in the apartment now because with the dog and we're jingling uh, the bags and all. So now we just raise our watch and tell it to unlock the door, and it's biometrically authenticated to your wrist. Oh, so, you can't beat that. So see? you just. Unlock the door, lock the door. See, see I, I had to do it the hard, the, the harder way. I had yeah. to teach myself to, I don't lock the door from the inside. Yeah. I always, I always lock the door from the outside. So then if I'm on the outside, I have to use my key to lock yeah. the door. If I don't have my key, I just go back in the house. Yeah. yeah. I have to lock the yeah, door. Sure. But I had, but I had to train myself. Train yourself, so now, yeah. now it's automatic. Yeah. So when you put these disciplines, financial disciplines in place, it becomes automatic Second now. Nature, now, yeah. now things that you would normally blow money on, you don't as much because, hey, you know it's far away, you know it's here, so you really don't even think about it as much. It becomes second nature. But initially, as you're you know, trying to get yourself out of those bad habits, yeah. it, it, takes, it takes a little bit of time. But if you put those safeguards up, you have a better chance of succeeding. Right. We right. talked about uh, breaking. Yeah, I, I, I totally see how that could work. And I think you say breaking those bad habits. We talked about that. You reminded me of one of the previous interviews we did with you because that step, when you're at a point where you can start putting money in different things and all, I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying at least you're not struggling. When someone's trying to get out of that routine they're in and they're upside down and i would imagine that that is you know some of your clients where you're helping them just to get their feet on the ground that that is a majority of them and and the thing is it's more than just it's more than just having money i mean that's very important we know that's that's how the world goes around but the stress level that happens when you can't pay your bills oh, and yeah. your, your your family, you know, they're depending on this. And and even on a, you know, on a high scale, we, we can talk about, you know, people who may not be making much, but even if you have kids in a private school and you're paying for daycare and things like that, you know, I, I have clients who make decent money, but because they're not handling it correctly, they're still in these same problems that yeah. you would think somebody who makes you know, 40, 30 grand would be yeah. having. So it's really still using the discipline even for those individuals, but yeah. the stress level that comes when, yeah. you know, I only got a hundred dollars in the bank and I, you know, I got five, six hundred dollars worth of bills coming up and da, 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 da. Yeah. it's the stress. So I teach, I'm like, listen, I, I'm going to help you put more money to the side, but I'm going to help reduce your stress. Yeah, you know, maybe, sure. maybe that'll help bring down your blood pressure. Yeah. You know, maybe that'll help. And you can some, get off the, that medication. The, the, that that's right. And, so then sa- and then save money <laughs> yeah. on that end where you're not, you know, putting money into medication, sleeping pills and things oh, like that. Endless and cycle. Endless anxiety cycle. medications. Yeah. You know, sometimes a lot of that is brought about by additional stress. And a lot of times it's financial. Yeah. So if we can help fix that, Break we the can cycle. probably fix a lot of other issues yeah. going on in life. You're, you're breaking the yeah, cycle. So like that financial coach thing, I think we've talked about mm-hmm. that before. That take You're taking it to like a whole nother level yes. of different areas that can improve in people's life because yes. you are 
helping them, coaching them financially. Exactly. So I like that exactly. you kind of tied that together because it's a hundred percent true. Like money is one of the biggest stressors. Mm -hmm. If you have it, if you don't have it, it don't matter either or. Right? Either or, exactly. You know? either, either so you're or. trying to protect it if you have it or use it correct, you know, use it correctly if you're not. And if you don't have it, you're, you know, trying to make ends meet and, you know, thinking how you're going to make that happen. So. And, and a lot of it, Angie, is psychological. A lot of it is yeah. really psychological to where I, I, I'm giving them additional reasons why I want you to be successful, why I want, why you should want to get into a better area, not just for the money, but now it's for the health reasons. It's yeah. for living a better life, being mm -hmm. more comfortable. Now I can take my kids on more vacations. Now I can put some money to the side for them to go to college and things like that. You're giving them additional reasons to say, you know what? I, I really do need to do this because I didn't realize it was affecting my life in so many other ways. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I think finances is still the number one reason people divorce. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. hey, if I can help you stay together, you know, yeah. by helping you fix the financial situation, then then your quality of life continues to be even better because you're, yeah. you're not leaving your spouse because and, you guys are broke. And if you check out James' social media, he has his little <laughs> series that he does. Like around love, Valentine's Day especially. I, I love how you do like, your homework. I love how it. To, you know, <laughs> how I'm going to keep you together. Well, we follow <laughs> yeah. you on social media too. It. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I know. I'm always very impressed by like your amazing photos. Like, are, are you going to get a photo shoot like once a week or something, James? He's so always like dressed so, to the nines. So, listener, I got to tell like you, walking in a city. James James brought his own photographer here today. Amazing. Who's walking around the room so taking jealous. photos? So, no, I'm really jealous. Like, <laughs> I need to train. Well, somebody. branding is important, though. Just train Brand, one of my listen. nieces or nephews or something. And be like, I will pay you two dollars. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all it's all part of part yes. of the business. It's, it's part cool, of you know yeah. growing, taking things to the next level. You know, I, I want to you know people. To, I want to be taken seriously. So in yeah. order to do that, I have to take I have to take it seriously. Of course, and make sure everything is is in place, looks professional, and it, uh, it feels looks professional. amazing. Yeah, yes. like yeah, all of your social media is like right on target. Thank like, you as far so as, much. I mean, I, I, I love hearing that. I do. I always like I'm like look, James is in a magazine. Look, look at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's props to you. That's great. And yeah, I have a great, I have a great uh, social media director who who who's been working with me for I'd say over two years now. And a lot of the videos that you all see, um, yeah. she she does a a great job. Uh, her name's Kay, and she does an amazing job. She does uh, most of hey, my social media man, stuff. Can we swap information after seriously? Because because <laughs> okay, we're, we're wondering about just kind of how we might be able to get some assistance on just because we love doing it, mm -hmm. but we don't necessarily love the social media algorithm mm -hmm. post at this time during mm -hmm. the day don't post yeah. it I'm, I'm a person it. I'll spend an hour making the most intricate ad for us and post it at 11 p.m. before I go to bed and no <laughs> one sees it nobody sees it I'm like done. just gotta get it off the checklist you know and Angie's like you can schedule those you know I'm like whatever it's done and it's like it's not how social media works and, and, you know, I, and I do like really good and then I slack <laughs> off like I was doing really good I was like doing feature Friday where I would feature people that have been on before mm -hmm. and you know a little tidbit about what they do and here check make sure to check their podcast out to kind of reference back right 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 you know and i did really good for like two or three months and we were seeing like such increased traffic you know and then right, it's like there you, we just, go. you just get busy with all your side hustles and you know happens. it's like 
<laughs> All the side and, hustles. Yeah. And you know, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because I find myself, you know, when you know, initially when I, you know, twenty twenty, I'm meeting with you guys. I'm doing, you know, just financial advising. I'm just helping with finances. But you know, I start to see my business progress, and and I really go in the direction of even business development. Uh, outside of just fixing finances because how you guys mentioned, you know, having, um, you know, finding areas that I'm not strong in and being willing to outsource that and get somebody who's stronger mm. in it to make it work. That's part of what I do as well. Sit with business owners and part of the financial structure is, okay, let's look at how you're doing things. Let's look at yeah. how things are going. And hey, maybe it will be easier. It may cost a little money now, but if we can get somebody else to do this part, you yeah. know, you can make more money on the back end. So I, I try to use my own advice, you know, and yeah. realize, hey, I'm not that strong in social media. I, I mean, it looks good because I, I try to put a team around yeah. me to, to make things look good. Like certain pictures, I, I have a photographer yeah. that, that yeah. I work with. And when I need professional pictures done, I, I have a photographer. I think he's out in um, Texas right now. And I had to fly him in one time. But, uh, you know, hey, wow. he, 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 he gets the job done. He, he yeah. knows what I like. And when you find um, the right person to do something, stick with it. Uh, I'll give a little plug since we're talking about social media i'm gonna start starting tomorrow i'm doing um a series talking about building teams mm. so whether it's your personal life whether it's your business life or whatever stage you're in you need to have a team so even even in your personal life you know it's good to have a mechanic on on hand a good mechanic that you trust that you you know hey he, he fixes all my cars i trust this guy i know you know the prices are right so on and so forth a doctor a family doctor a family lawyer so on and yeah. so forth but even in business you know have somebody that handles your social media have somebody that's maybe the office manager if you have an office so on and so forth photographer yeah. different stuff i talk about building teams because that's so important uh when you're growing in business yeah. as well as it helps save sometimes it helps save you time and money because um, to me you know time is money well i could see it saving an entire business actually because how that many well. times have you seen like yeah. a a seemingly hugely successful business i think of like restaurants we've been to where it's like waiting to get in and then suddenly one day they're closed because they we went go. out of business there we go yeah. exactly I, I don't exactly. know what happened but i envision because of my own sort of side hustles that Sometimes if you could just focus on the thing you're good at and passionate about that got you into this business to begin with and stop doing the booking and the social media and the accounting and finance and all that stuff, you know, you might be more successful. So well, again, compartmentalizing yeah. kind of like you're compartmentalizing your cash. You well, know? The, the building a team like I'm, I'm really interested in tuning into that one because let's go that's a great transition to um <laughs> what our next topic is going to be because we kind of we have a new business mm -hmm. and we have to build a team there because we, we are moving out mm -hmm. of state so there. we have to put a responsible team mm. into place mm -hmm. so that we can relax there. a little bit exactly. when we you know move exactly. okay exactly. relax what's that like <laughs> No, I know. I'm not like good that. at it, so I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily like to relax that much, but yeah. But um, so that that um is kind of transitioning into mm -hmm. what we're going to talk about next. Mm -hmm. Um, is earning passive income. There we go. So we're talking about that side hustle, mm -hmm. and I guess sometimes that side hustle can become passive, they, they can, they or it connect. is passive yeah. they do income. Connect. They do connect. Um, but we started an Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Um, 
well, we turned our home into an Airbnb and we moved out of it. Beautiful. Um, so, you know, that is considered passive income. It is. So learning to build that team is going to be key for us as far as um, we talked about like the yep. management and yep. stuff in yep. it. So like just as, you know, just in case anybody out there don't know, let them know what passive income is. Well, well, passive income, we kind of talked, like I said, we talked about it um, as far as side hustles. You know, passive income is income that you're bringing in that's outside of your main income. So whatever your main income is, you have a regular job, you have a business, but you're bringing in additional income. Additional income can be seen as passive income. And Airbnb is a, is a perfect example. Um, renting, renting property, property rental, that's mm-hmm. another good example. I know something that um, I found out more about through one of my clients is um, now renting out your personal car. Oh, it's I think uh, Turo is one yes. of the main apps to where you can now, I've you, seen you know, I, I have to be blessed to have more than one car, you know. So, you know, obviously one person can't drive, yeah. you know, multiple cars every day. So if you have an extra car that's just kind of sitting there, you could actually make money off of that passive income yeah. by renting that car out. And, you know, they have safeguards or whatever to make sure that the person has insurance and all that yeah. fun stuff. You can check. I mean, and that's with everything now. And, Boats and, and RVs. Uh, oh, and yes. Well, I never even property, heard of that. Property that you have for campsites yep all, like all, all of that stuff they have thought of everything they, like, they, have, they have thought of everything and then even on a you know on a higher level i mean they even have it to where let's say um you know they have boat clubs which you know part of you rent some people rent out their yeah. boats but even on the private jet level they have private jet clubs where hey you can rent out a private jet you know somebody has one rent it out you know fly to miami fly it back or so how many people so can you fit in one so, of those because you could have uh, like you know 30 friends and you could have a cool I, birthday i, I mean I, I think they have different size different <laughs> yeah. sizes so you know depending on you know yeah you know, and everybody puts money in you know if it's 10, 15 grand or whatever, everybody puts in some money, hey, we can make this thing work. Wow. Yeah. They have literally, they have any, whatever you're trying to do, there's something there's set a business up for, for that. It. Yeah. But that shows that if you're creative enough, you can make a business or create passive income off of almost anything. Yeah. Wow. You know, whether like, I, I love it, Dan, you talk about, you know, and I'm not sure if it's a, pa- a passion project or something passive, but you're, you're being an author. Yes. You know, you're writing books, yeah. you know, that, you know, if you, you really want, you know, that could be another way of passive income, you know, doing, um, because uh, my mother, my mother just recently wrote a book. Oh, nice. And, um, you know, just talking to her and giving her advice, you know, yeah. telling her to do maybe some book signings, things like that, yeah. you know, going to colleges, going to different places. Sure. If that's what you're really trying to do, there's so many ways to do it, and especially with social media now. Yeah. You can get your word out or your business mm-hmm. out to so many people on a wide scale right. uh, just by you know creating the right social media platform. And I think that's part of the problem for me, though, case in point, though, because I would love for that to be a full-time career. That's mm-hmm. my favorite thing ever to do. But what happens is between your day job, that's your it. side hustle, and yeah. then proper marketing and <laughs> right. expanding that that's business— true. This is where, like you were just saying, get your team because true. I feel like, and I, you know, I'm I'm super humble and thankful that anyone even ever wants to read my books. But the feedback has been so positive. I feel like, okay, well, I'm on to something. There we go. I can do this, mm-hmm. and that's the thing I want to do. I just want to write. I don't want to design the cover. Mm-hmm. I don't want to market yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to social media it. I don't. In fact, to the point to where I've even thought with my next novel of just shopping an agent for a publisher that might take. 75% of my profit because I kind of feel like 75% of a bigger number, you know, I'm sorry, 25% of a bigger number is better than 100% of nothing. Uh, of, of nothing, right. <laughs> right. That, that is true. That is true. No, no, no. That's yeah. not that is not a bad, bad idea. And I always like to tell people, you know, when you're trying to, because you get the question, oh, so what should I do? Like, what should I get into? Or what should be <laughs> yeah. passive income? Yeah. How I explain it is this. Find something where your passion 
and your talent connect. Yeah. What are you passionate about? But then you're also talented at. Right. Because, you know, you could be me. Let's just, for example, I could be passionate about basketball, but I'm like five foot four. You know, Mm -hmm. that's I'm not talented at that. Yeah. Right. But hey, I may have the passion. uh, But where does my passion and my talent connect? Right. I'm passionate about finances. I love dealing with money. I love dealing with business. But then, hey, I happen to also be talented at it. You know, putting together spreadsheets and putting together plans for businesses to get where they need to go. It's a good. It's a good connection. Sure. So, in my eyes, if you can find that kind of connection, then you pro- you're probably onto something because your passion is going to push you to continue yeah. with it, even when times get tough and things are slow, and th- the passion is going to keep pushing you. But as long as you have the talent, you're gonna you're gonna likely succeed. Yeah. Right. Um, I I want to jump back just for a second. I know we're talking about passive income, but I wanted to ask just that because I think this will be a fun thing to ask on social media too. What kind of side hustles have you had oh. throughout your life? Oh, man. All right. That's a great question. I love it. Okay. So let's see. So um, I actually did, and I, I still own the corporation, um, Hicks Estates, Properties and Investments. I did uh, real estate, real mm. estate investments, uh, buying properties, um, um, you know, uh, renting them out, so on and so forth. So oh, nice. I did that cool. no, probably late, late 20s. So that's why I mentioned the property manager when we were oh, talking before. Oh, you started before. early. I started, that was a I, side I, hustle? I started, that is one that, heck of a side that hustle. That was definitely a side wow. hustle. Yep, that cool. was a side hustle. And, and I mentioned the property manager because that made my life so much easier. Yeah. Once I hired one, I had to pay them. But yeah. I hired them, it was so much less work off my back and it it became easy. So that was definitely one of my side hustles. I'm also a, a musician. I'm a what? musician, so I, I play. I play music, little little keyboard, little saxophone. Oh, so, I don't think we knew that. How so, cool is yeah, that? Yeah, you learn something new every time, right? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, so, have you played gigs and yes, stuff? You yes, got paid I, to I play. Had, cool. I had a band. Uh, my my family tends to be a, a pretty musical family. My sister, uh, she she was also a musician. Me and her got together with a couple other guys, and we created a little band. Um, I like to say nice. one of the biggest gigs we did was years ago, but um, uh, Florida State, uh, they did a, a gig here. It was at the Orlando airport with Bobby Bowden. He was, I think he was retiring or just getting ready to retire. And he did, um, and he did a speaking engagement at this Florida state event. And they had us as the, the house band for the whole event. It was a oh, lot how of cool is that? There. It was an, am- an amazing event. So yeah. it definitely was a good little, good little side hustle, a oh, little cool. extra money with that. What type um, of music? I mean, it's saxophone, um, so I'm thinking it's right. jazzy. It was, yeah, kind we, of. we did a little bit of everything, though. A little jazz oh, cool. music, some maybe some little pop stuff, um, some original, just, you know, yeah. dancey type type stuff, just all kind of stuff. Yeah. What was, are the chances we can hear some of that? I mean, you know, maybe, you know, when you guys get to North Carolina, maybe I'll fly some of my <laughs> okay. stuff up. And uh, <laughs> I was going to say, how cool would it be to close this episode with some music by James Hicks? <laughs> I'm gonna go out to my trunk and get the saxophone. There we right go. Now. So, so the I, next, the next time I'm a guest, it won't be Hicks Financial. Then it'll be the the we'll just, musical we'll sound. So I play the drums, though. I don't know. Oh, I, I'm on. not a there jazz drummer, though. That's a hard. That's one of the hardest <laughs> that, that drumming is, ever. Yeah, my jazz drumming is, is extremely mm-hmm. hard. Wow, that but, um, that's some cool side gigs. But yeah, but yeah. as a kid, as a kid though, you know, yeah. my my dad was he was he's in the mil- he was military right? and um, very like, hey, listen, you don't sleep in. You get up and you need to do something. Oh, I love that mentality. Oh yeah, it was amazing. I'm glad. I'm glad he was like that um i cut grass yeah that was that was my first thing i, I, cut I grass. think every kid should have to cut grass or clean a house or babysit you know like those are the things like write a passage yeah. I, I have always said if i was you know i don't know president or something where i was able to make it a law i think that it should it should be a law that at least every kid works at a fast food restaurant and they have oh, to work yeah. their minimum one year Oof. listen yeah. that teaches you so much about business yes mm-hmm. it teaches you how to be humble 
Yes. It teaches you customer service. That's a biggie. All right. It teaches you, you know, even how to prep food and how to, you know, work as a team yep. and things like that. And to clean. To, to clean. Teaches and, oh, you how you're to clean, clean up how, how to start somewhere from the bottom up. <laughs> yeah. I learned so much, you know, work. I worked at Chick-fil-A yeah. uh, right in um, in the Popka, you yeah. know, when they when it first opened. Oh, wow. the club. When they yeah. first opened, I was 15 years old. Uh, my, my parents got me a job there. And um, I think every kid that I think you wouldn't have so many spoiled kids if yeah. they had to work fast. Oh, I mean, I service. love that. Yeah. I love that mentality. I never worked in the food industry. No. You know, it's funny. When you're saying like teamwork and dealing with, uh, you know, uh, with uh, customer yeah, service and all yeah. that, I, you know, I didn't learn that when I was young. I worked in my dad's greenhouse from like age 13 to 17. Okay. And it was, you know, 110 degrees. Now that, that's not you're bad digging too. ditches. You're, it, was, it was the hardest job I ever did in my life. But I think it's all valuable to us because for me, it taught me I'm not going to work outside. <laughs> it was like an accidental lesson for my dad. But, you know, in Florida, I was like, yeah, this is not going to happen. But oh, gosh. I, it's interesting. I, I, I tell this story from time to time. Me, you know, like I said, I cut grass. You know, yeah. I'm talking 12, 13 years old, right? Yeah. Cutting grass. And it, it taught me a really interesting business lesson. Um, it was here, here in Florida. And that was like the biggest thing. All the guys around my age, they cut, they cut grass. Yeah. So there was competition. Sure. Okay. And I remember there was one guy who he would cut anybody's yard for like five bucks. Five bucks he oh, cut he's anybody's yard. Everybody. So he was undercutting everybody. Oh. So he so he had like four solid yards that he did like every Saturday or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he was, you know, now we're young. You know, so he's breaking guys twenty bucks. Twenty dollars goes a long way at when you're 13 that age. years old. Of course. Twenty dollars is a huge deal. Yeah, no like, kidding. and he's making it every every weekend. Yeah. yeah. So that was a big deal. And I'm like, man, you know, uh, you know, my dad, you know, so I gotta work, I gotta do something. So I have to I have to compete. So what I started doing was um, you know, I would go to, you know, places he hadn't been like other uh, homes that he didn't go to and I would actually negotiate uh, the price so I would and I would give a reason so, okay your hedges are a little big and your, you know your yards bigger than your neighbors da, da, da. so I got one client for 20 bucks Oh, that was one to pay me wow. twenty bucks. One to cut client, down one client, and then I got a second client for ten bucks. You're right. So I'm making thirty dollars off, of two, off jobs. of two jobs. So I remember very, very specifically. It was a Saturday, and um, I knocked my my two out early. You know, yeah. so I'm home. You know, maybe playing basketball or whatever. And my my buddy, he's dragging his lawnmower back home after doing his four yards, and he's you know, sweating. You know, yeah, yeah. he did four whole yards. James got his done in the you know? morning before and he got too hot. And he's uh, you know, he's showing his little twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, I made twenty dollars. I said, oh man, that's pretty good. And then I pull out my thirty. I was like, yeah, well, I made thirty dollars a day, and I'm chilling. You know, I've been done an hour ago. Yeah. And I remember his face dropping like, how does this guy make more money than me? And he's already home. Yeah. But that you was be smart about yeah, it. Smarter, not harder. Yeah. Sometimes you yes. got to work smarter not harder which is building that team sometimes yeah. you yeah. build get the right people you're working a lot smarter and it can help you bring in more income uh, but you have team of people who are better at it than you yeah. you're just finding ways to work smarter not harder yeah that's pretty awesome that is that awesome. pretty awesome i love it i love a good work ethic it's lacking in so much i think i think world really nowadays i mean i don't get me harping on it but i think i you know our generation of parents myself included contributed to this problem really yeah i, I think so too yeah. I, I, I will say that we um, did. Yeah. i had i've you know with some clients i did have this um conversation you know because sometimes they have kids that you know, don't want to work don't want to get jobs and things like yeah, that yeah. what i think has happened is you know a lot of us didn't grow up with as much, you know, not yeah. saying we was mm-hmm. broke or poor, but just not exactly that much. We had to go out and work to get the stuff we wanted, yep. so on and so forth. So as we get older and we become successful, we want our kids to have what we didn't have. Yeah. So then we get them everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at me, so, Angie? So, so, 
<laughs> hey, so, I made, I made, I did, I did that too. I know you did. So yeah. what ends up happening is, okay, you get them everything, but you don't give them what you got growing up, yeah. which was that work ethic, yep. which was that discipline, which was that creative mind to say, okay, yep. if I want to buy these shoes, you know, what, what am I going to have to do to Those get it? Problem yeah. solving. You know, problem skills. solving. Now the kids just go, mom, dad. Uh-huh. Give me three hundred dollars, and you give it to them. They, they don't have to think about it, right? And uh, so my they youngest grow son is like twenty three, and it still happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean you need ten dollars for gas, and you're at the beach right now? Why did you go? I How don't did get to the beach. Because <laughs> you knew you were going to call mom for ten dollars to get back home. That's exactly what you did. And for Little me, crap-head. I, like for my kids, I don't think the work ethic thing is is an issue. I mean, you know, they're working and everything, but I think just that whole, you know, the str- what I guess I didn't realize is not to get too far off topic, but the struggle has value. There is value in that there struggle. Is. That struggle really helps shape us. A hundred percent. And allowing your kids to struggle while they're kids is better than having them struggle when they're out on their own because yes. they, they didn't have a chance there. to. You're 100%. there to direct and, and, and jump in if it gets real bad, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And they have to know life is life is tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And life will throw you a lot of curveballs. Yes. And the honest truth is, you know, none of us are going to have our parents there forever to have our back yep. or whoever we were leaning on. They're, sure. they're not going to yeah. be there forever. Right. So you have, to, you have to learn that, hey, there's a time when, you know, I have to learn how to be better with my finances. Yes. I have to learn to, to 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 budget and actually take care of this because you know my my little bank if that's a person you know mm-hmm. they're they're not going to always be there yep. and when they're gone then what i'm going to do yep. you yep. know you know try to probably try to find somebody to fit that role again <laughs> yeah. but you know why not you know get you know do what you need to do in order to and it feels do that good for it feels good to do that for yourself it, you know it what feels I mean? amazing I think, yeah i mean i wish know. i wish even when i was younger i had more of that sort of capitalism brain and st- you know how can i make more and work smarter and invest and the things that you know we went through our 20s quite recklessly instead oh, of yes. doing that yeah we so. weren't taught about money when i was little i was like what there was well, there was no well, talk of college wanna, funds or money it was well, you know no. it was, i don't want to say that because i was taught that you need to earn your own money right like, so i would babysit for a whole summer oh, same, that part, and earn same. you know like in seventh grade earning like twelve hundred dollars over mm-hmm. a summer yeah. you know but then that money needed to go towards my own like school stuff and you know yeah. stuff like that because i had well, to buy that stuff so james was saying like his thirty dollars i remember you know, saving aluminum cans for summer. Oh, I yeah. remember that but, too. But as soon as we had the money, it was like I bought two albums and then I was broke again. So it was not <laughs> not smart or Star Wars people or whatever yeah. you know, action figure. But it wasn't smart about saying save half or save some of it or yeah. you know we just weren't smart about it. But that kind of leads us to our next topic. Okay. And you know, a lot of us have gone through our career with things like a four hundred one k, where you know the company. The company helps you deposit money and, you know, they'll match it in some cases. And, and, you know, Angie and I were talking about this as we were kind of preparing to meet with you, but we just wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, 401ks. Are there better options for saving your money? Is there, is it still recommended? Because, you know, you hear so many stories about people saying, well, I'm doing Bitcoin now, or I'm Uh doing, I'm investing my own stocks, or I'm investing in real estate and I took my 401k money out to do Uh that. Uh-huh. And you hear, yeah, I'm not saying that's a smart one <laughs> by any means, but you do hear stories where, you know, some of these 401ks where th- the 401k itself is invested into certain stocks. And I know that's people true. personally that have lost 
a lot of their 401k because mm. the stock it was in dropped or right. So I'm just curious, curious on your thoughts about, you know, as you're doing your side gig, as you're doing this passive income and I, and you know, I'm, I'm just curious your thoughts on kind of what's some of the best ways to, to use that money to your advantage. Amazing. No, great question. Now, on average, when you think about, you know, because keep in mind, 401k is usually invested in the stock market. Yep. Okay. On average, you know, yes, you mentioned how, you know, some, you know, lose money because, you know, the, you know, it dips and things like that. That's, that's the nature of the business when it comes mm-hmm. to the stock market. But on average, it, it continues to go up. Yeah. Okay. It'll dip for a while, but then it'll go up. Every, you know, what goes up must come down type, yeah. type yeah, of yeah. thing. So it continues to go up. That's why we have inflation and, and, you know, certain things happen because, hey, the money is steadily goes up. So stuff starts costing more, so on and so forth. Yeah, so yeah. on average, if you're invested and you're investing into the stock market or investing to your 401k account, you know, when it's time to retire, you should have, you know, a decent amount waiting for you once you're well, uh, 55, 60, 65, so on and so forth. Yeah. What tends to happen is when then you just kind of talk about it is a lot of people have have gotten used to dipping into that account yeah and you know taking it out for this or taking it out for that and da, 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 da. so then now you know once you're getting older you realize there's really not that much in there because mm-hmm. and it's not just the dipping in it it's the penalties that come when you dip into those yeah. accounts yeah because there's a pit because it's not meant for that or how much it's, you put into it or not too uh, uh, that, yeah. that that as well yeah but but if you're you know getting penalized 20% or whatever the case is off of, off of this these funds that you put in cuz you keep dipping into it that's you're just giving away you're, you're giving away money, money. Yeah. you're giving yeah. them money so you, you still know? think 401ks are, are a good way I do. to invest? I yeah. do. I do. I, I have one. Um yeah. I think it's a good way to invest. I think if you um if you're with a company and they're willing to match yeah. the amount that you put in, I think that you should you should meet that match mm-hmm. and they're matching 5%, 6%, 8%. Yeah. I think you should, you know, however much that it is, match it because right. once again that's free money. They're sure. putting free money in your pocket for your retirement. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely I say take advantage of that. Uh, it's a good thing. I also suggest when it comes to that, a lot of people, because they don't know a lot about it, it's a stock market, they're scared, they they don't want to like talk about it. But once again, that's part of building your team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you don't know a lot about it, Hicks Financial knows a little bit about it. Give yeah. us a call. We can talk you through it. Yeah, all right. Yeah. But even outside of that, I always remind people that when you're dealing with companies, really any company, but especially companies that handle your finances, they work for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they work for you. These are essentially your employees. Sure. So when you, if you do call them and you do speak with them, and you know they're, if they feel like you're speaking over their head, you tell them, hey, listen, I'm gonna need you to dumb this down so I can understand where my money's going. Yeah. Talk to me and tell me, hey, what do you have my 401k invested in? Right. Um, and you know, and and make it so that I can understand. And they they'll they'll break it down so that you can get it. And then with your 401k, you still have some leeway on how you want to change it. Hey, I I I want to you know I want it to be a very aggressive account or well i don't want it to be that aggressive i'm getting older now you have that kind of say but if you don't call them or say anything or have these conversations or have somebody call on your behalf then they they do it basically how they they see fit yeah that's a good point because i'm not sure everybody knows that but you can change the type of stock you're invested in and i bet like you said james based on your age Maybe you want to yes. be more risky when exactly. you're younger. Exactly, a hundred percent, and that's that is what kind of makes the difference as well. Because if you're you know 25 and you know just got your first real job and and you're you know getting your 401k, that hey no, I, yeah, I don't mind aggressive account. You know, put it in yeah. mostly higher risk, you know, maybe higher, higher risk, reward. more in stocks. Yeah. You know, more in high end stocks, whatever the case is, that's fine. Yeah. But then as you like say, you get older, fifties and so on and so forth, and the market seems a little shaky. You know, yeah. you may want to tell them, hey, okay, let's adjust this a little bit. I don't want it all in stocks because I don't want it when I retire. It's, it's 
down. Yeah. Yeah, I want to put it in something more safe. Yeah. But you have to be willing to have those conversations and talk to somebody or hire somebody that can walk you through it. Right. Because if not, then then the company will make whatever decision they feel is basically better for their their account. If you're not if you're not poking your nose in. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm wondering, so with your clients, when when you do earn passive income, Mm Are you suggesting to your clients to take a portion of that passive income, reinvest, um, add some of it to like a retirement fund? Like mm-hmm. what direction do you kind of take with that? Well, once again, if I'm sitting with, with clients, it really depends on the goal. What are, gotcha. what are we trying to do? Because yep. everybody's different. And that's what I had to realize. Everybody's goal is different. Everybody's not, not trying to do. It's not a cookie cutter thing. It's definitely yep. not cookie cutter. Because some people may be, they may have a 401k and have other accounts and stuff. They're set on as far as like retirement and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But maybe they want their passive income for a passion project. Yeah. They want to they start you know, filming their own movies and stuff. So they want to buy equipment, whatever it is. Okay, then let's, let's see how we can, you know, come up with a passive way to bring in this income so that you can invest in this and da 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 and put it together. So it really, it's a, it just depends. Everybody's different. Whatever yeah. their goal is, whatever they're trying to do is not always, you know, you know, trying to just save money for retirement or things like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're just trying to do other other things with it. And so we can always talk about it and make it work. So you tailor it specifically I tailor to, it to the to the client. To yeah. the client and to what their goals are gonna what be, their probably their, their age. Yeah. yeah. All all of that. Yep. I have a I have a little spread, a little sheet, I have them fill it out, you know, tell me everything I need to know about them. I think I mentioned this last time. I like to tell them, hey, I need you to get naked. <laughs> I still use that. No hidden money. I still use that. I need to know everything. You need to be exposed. Yeah. You need okay. to be exposed. You got to show me everything. How can I help you if you I don't that. see you spend everything? How much money on wine? The, the, I, hey, listen. <laughs> you, you, it's, it's fast food. It's a no judgment yeah. zone, though. Fa- fast food and Starbucks. <laughs> Is that really the killer? Every time, those are yeah. usually uh, the killers. Well, they, you know what? You're talking about the health problems. There they are, right there. That's usually that's, it. That's part of it. I'm telling you, most people have no idea how much money they're spending on fast food or if they have a, like a car I call it coffee addiction yeah. they have coffee yeah. they have no idea until I do the numbers for them and show them All yeah because right, $5 here or there is no big deal yeah. you know but nah. once you add once that once you add it, it I put it in, I usually put it in a nice yearly box and oh, say yeah. alright $7,000 you spent over the year <gasps> yeah. that right there was your, your get vacation you, money that'll get you wow. bringing your lunch <laughs> yes. that'll get you bringing lunch from home right there you are making coffee at home and it's Folgers <laughs> it's not even the good stuff exactly. okay you're brown bagging it Walter White style <laughs> well i love it you have so much great information and love your energy every time you come Same. what's next for you though like you have awesome. your series that keep coming yes. out but what what yes. big's coming up awesome. in, awesome. in uh, awesome. james uh world here yes thank you so much you know i have i just mentioned you know i'm starting uh building your team series that uh, that you already said you're going to chime in and check it out so mm-hmm. definitely see that it's very important you know to build your team whatever level you're on from a personal level to a business level you want to definitely build your team and make sure you have the right people around you so that you could be successful but i would say that the biggest thing that i'm doing now is something that i just did you know i've been in business a little over three years now and um for the most part when i um i have a lot of clients that i deal with virtually i deal with clients in different states so a lot of it's virtual oh wow um but then even up to now when i met with clients sometimes i'd meet them if they had a home office or maybe meet them at panera bread so on and so forth but um i finally just uh signed all the paperwork for hicks financials actual office oh, actually have nice. office space in uh, Lake Mary uh, now, and uh, I'm gonna make an official announcement on social media. You know, oh, make it you're all, make it all you're jazzy in Lake and stuff. Mary. Oh, well, 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 this yeah, thing, depending on when are you making that announcement, do you know? 
uh, I'm, I, I want to put a whole little thing around it. So probably a couple weeks, maybe. Oh, maybe so this weeks, is going to so. be an exclusive so, uh, ooh, leak right Get some here. nice picture. It's you know, I want to take some pictures leak. and all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I'm giving you guys, you guys get the first scoop. We get the scoop. Uh, first scoop. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, congrats. Well, that's, that's fantastic. That's amazing because so a lot of people do still like coming yes. to an actual office. Which is the whole and, idea. And they think, I don't know why most people think you're more legit that way. You're not because so many people do business online now. It's probably more comfortable for some people to it maybe it's a certain age group i don't know that but too. to come in and That's sit down and see you and talk and you know it's it's one thing is because it's, it's funny but this is the actual fact of it is that you know hey it, most people are a lot of people especially older people they do tend to be more comfortable you know in an office yep. which is great because i was you know doing it without that but to me i'm like okay i get the office but that just means you know prices gotta go yeah, up yeah. you know yes. <laughs> i gotta cover costs so yeah, you know real hey, estate's not cheap hey, that real yeah. estate's not cheap so yeah. if you're comfortable in an office that's great we're gonna provide that but yeah. you know just know uh uh, yeah, yeah. Different Price consulting fee, of course, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah I figured really it was the older thing. generation. I, I knew it wasn't the youngest generation like to be face-to-face because exactly. they'd or rather just, die than do that. Can we just text you? Yeah, no, yeah, I get, I get a lot of that. I get I a lot like, of information from I do from like text. texting, though. Yeah. I do. I do. And, like, and my then, sister's like, can we just call? I'm like, no. Yeah. Maybe I'll just text me for God's sake. And, and then the other thing is I'm dealing, you know, I'm dealing with more business clients now. Yeah. And sometimes they have, you know, multiple partners or they're bringing in other, other staff. You know, it could be like five or six people, you Right. Yeah. So now, you know, the space that I'm at, you know, I have conference rooms now and things like that. So that, nice. hey, we can all now sit in and, and, you know, talk about everything. And I can do, if I need to do a presentation, I, I have room to do that. So it really gives me a lot more room to spread my wings, um, you know, being a financial consultant and to help my clients even better because now we have the space. Oh, Congratulations. Congrats. That yeah. is so very much. well I earned. And I appreciate we're it. We're excited. Hopefully, we'll be able to come check it out before I, I we, would, before we I would love that. I would we, love that. We're still, hey, we're still supposed to be getting together, man. I'm I ready know. to do it before you guys leave. <laughs> I told you it's he was going to say this. It's been three years, but I'm we're waiting slack, on you guys. We're the biggest slackers <laughs> in the world. Well, Somebody else, too. We, 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 we yeah, are slacking. Get... But you know what? I'm a little less intimidated <laughs> by it now because yeah. every time, James, you describe what you should be doing, I'm like, you know, we're doing, we're we're doing pretty good. I'm not saying we're perfect, but a lot of those things you're going to check off the list and go, okay. All right. Just what are we doing with our millions We're going to get a lot of gold stars yeah. we're gonna get more gold stars than we until think. he goes wait a minute you bought another drone and <laughs> another ipad why what, you already what, had two what business no, was that no, for no. see that, this is the thing <laughs> I, know. I, I gotta say this because they all they automatically oh because you're gonna see what i bought and you're gonna think this and yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. but it's not that because if you can afford it that's fine. Yeah, yeah. You, hey, yeah. treat yourself. It's you know, tax write off too. Is that, a lot, lot of stuff to tax write off. Yeah, yeah. We can talk about ways to do that. You yeah. know, you mentioned my watch. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, you're gonna, you gotta look you, good. You, you gotta look good. But if you can afford it, I want you to get nice yeah, stuff. For yeah, for sure. As long as the the numbers line up. Yeah. yeah. If the numbers line up, by all means, buy the buy the car, I, buy I the think, tech. Buy I think whatever. there's a part of me though, even though we're in a position where we can do that and still save, there's still I feel like should be a healthy voice that goes, "Do you need to do it? <laughs> do you need to do, do it? Can you wait? But that's where. James Hicks voice. That's it. That's right. It sounds Hicks like financial. James. That's why you get right. with Hicks Financial. Because right. it's right. the voice. I'm the voice. Yeah. I'm the voice to tell you. Yeah, it may not be a bad, but it may yeah. not be a good investment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Might wait a little bit longer. Well. Let's give it a little bit of time, you know. But I love it. You're not scolding. You're, you know, you're, no, you're, no, because no, no. that's kind of like the reason people don't want to go do that because they're afraid they're going to be like, and when you say get naked, you know, that's a vulnerable place to it be is. with your money where you're it like, it really is. Especially when they have to come to terms with the fact that they spent seven grand on fast food or whatever it is. So. You need to get a sticker that says WWJD. 
What would James do? What would Whoa. James do? Oh, I like it. I like it. That's good marketing right there. That's good that marketing is right, the there. Sticker right there. And, and, and you know, it's big. I'm big on goals. Like if there's, if let's say I'm working with Dan, he's like, yeah, I want to get this tech. It costs eight grand. Like, okay, no problem. This is the idea. The goal is once we've, you know, done this and done that, we've saved up, let's say 20 grand and we got 20 grand sitting in that. Go get the tech. Oh, he's gonna let me spend now, eight now, grand. We now, gotta go now, talk. To now him. you, now you have the cushion. You <laughs> yeah. know, you got cushion yeah. to where you're not worrying the next day. Uh, how am I gonna pay my car note? Yeah, you know? yeah. That that's not the idea. Yeah. If you got the cushion and we're good, yeah. Hey, have fun. Go, get the tech. Sure. I'll, and, I'll be right there to play with the drone with you. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. Well, that's <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Speaking of drones, if okay. you need some drone shots. Oh, oh yeah, that's one of my side hustles too. I started really? a business for drone videography and photography. So I am aggressively building my portfolio. So I am basically giving away work right now. You are so. the king of the side hustles, man. You you well, are you, you are on it. You, you really are Let's on it. Let's talk about how much this. money I'm making on them, and then we'll talk about whether or not I'm the king. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the king of staying busy, maybe. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us for a third time. Yes. We look forward to the fourth, the fourth time, will which be is going to be time. in a whole nother oh, state. Yeah. Oh, we're going to love that. That's going to be amazing. I can't oh, wait. Seriously, you should come I, up. That would be great. I'm not playing. I'm yeah. serious. It's a tax write-off. It sure is. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. And make sure to check out Hicks Financial. We'll have all the links below. So you can just give it a little click and go right to the the page that we send you to or social media, whichever one you want to click on. We'll have them all there. And once again, thanks to Wakaiva Island for sponsoring. Yes, indeed. Thank you guys so much for that. And uh, I guess I'll let Angie lead out. Because I always do. And I always say, remember... At the end of each and every day, it's, it's all fine and dangy. Hi, listener. Want to know how you can help support our small local podcast? Head on over to patreon.com slash fine and see how you can become a patron.